0: Hello everyone, and welcome to River Do's and River Don'ts, our Riverdale rewatch podcast, where we take you through our River Do, the segment where we talk through or uh, what we liked about the episode, our River Don't, the opposite of that, and then our weekly weird, what truly uh, made this episode of Riverdale uniquely Riverdalean. Well, uh, what gave it a judge? Fair. Uh, this week. We're going to be discussing and taking you through chapter twenty-one, House of the Devil, which was directed by Kevin Sullivan and written by Yolanda Lawrence. I'm Kat Cool.
1: I'm Rob Stith.
2: And I am Quinn Wilson.
1: <sighs> so I suppose I'll take it <sighs> please away. Please,
2: yeah, let's let's get it started.
1: We begin with Jughead doing another one of his Jughead narrations about the effect of the Black Hood on the town of Riverdale. And he says that the Black Hood, quote, shows up like the Red Death in an Edgar Allan Poe story. And, like, Jughead, (laughs) I'm pretty sure it's just the one. Yeah, just like, it's just the one story. Just the mask of the Red Death. The the Red Death isn't just something that you often encounter when reading Edgar Allan
0: Mm. Poe I don't think he knows that, though. I don't think he's a smart boy.
2: no. Again, he loves to look smart, and so he's like, hey, I know Edgar Allan Poe had a thing with the Red Death. I bet that motherfucker loved the Red Death.
1: It was many and many a year ago in a kingdom by the sea (laughs) that a maiden there lived whom you may know by the name of the Red Death. (laughs) I'm
0: so glad. Quoth the Red
2: Death nevermore.
1: (laughs) These
0: are the things that Jack had thinks.
1: so, yeah, all right, sure, That
2: Jughead. famous story, the tell the telltale red death.
1: <laughs> <laughs> the red death of Amontillado. We could do this for way too long. <laughs> Let's not. Um, so this reckoning that the Black Hood has brought apparently makes Veronica and Archie very horny, and... He calls it carnal Jed
0: defiance. Had... Carnal, carnal defiance.
1: defiance. And... Jughead points out that they engaged in the opposite of death, which is not birth, but fuck it. (laughs) And, like, can just matter-of-factly lists the locales in which boning has happened, which raises (sighs) questions in my mind about Jughead and Archie's friendship.
0: Yeah. Mm Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. (sighs) So, okay...
2: I do also want to point out that the music underneath this narration was just god-awful in terms of the way that it it mixed with what was happening.
0: This was very bad. Normally, I'm not like, ew, Veronica and Archie are fucking. But this time, I was like, god, no. It was just like, it was a <laughs> They bit... made it. They made it close.
1: Yeah, they were very heavy-handed. So, okay, during this make-out montage that we get, They are macking on each other in school, and Cheryl tells them to get a room, Xenomorphs. Mm -hmm. And- What? Okay. (laughs) I was able to connect the dots on this, but it no way excuses it. Xenomorphs are famously fond of using their
0: tongues. (laughs) Yeah, that's what it was, that they were just, like, tongues out. but that's how
1: my mind works, not how Cheryl Blossom's fucking mind is supposed to work. What uh, the, the hell? Maybe
0: she's just a fan. Maybe. Yeah. That, it is very odd.
1: It was just, it was another, it was the Lost Tennessee Williams play moment of this episode. <laughs> where it's like, we need to put a reference. We need to put a second reference. I was going to say, the
0: Red Death thing, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, like,
1: yeah, like, we, I feel, okay, now I have to go back to the beginning of this goddamn show. Because is there... A reference minimum for the opening three minutes of a river. I don't episode? want to go
2: down this hole with you, Rob. Is I there, can't.
1: Is there a minimum number I can't. of references can't whether go you got a damn reason to do it or I can't. not? I Okay, we have to push on. <laughs> so we we do this weird sex montage, which is followed by the slipping out of I Love You from Archie that explodes an awkwardness bomb that leaves no survivors. <laughs> well,
2: I do also want to say that um, right before that happens, they have done it in the the living room of the Pembroke suite. And Archie's immediately like, are you sure your parents are going to come home? And she's like, no, Archie. The tasting menu at the Pouquoi is 13 courses long. We have hours yet. <laughs>
1: <laughs> it's true. That's
2: what
0: she what says. What a good line. Here's my thought, though. Guys, don't do it at the Pembroke. Like, don't. Yeah, my my entire thought there is like don't though,
1: just don't. There could there could really really be cameras or just straight up
0: spies, (laughs) like paintings with the eyes. (laughs) There are, there definitely are,
2: definitely
1: are. Also,
0: like Andre could be around. Just Uh don't, just don't do that.
1: And Andre's wearing that fucking camouflage from the Robert Downey Jr. Sherlock movies,
0: and And he's watching you, bone And like, uh, Archie points this out, and Ronnie's like. You've always wanted to do it in front of a roaring fire. It's like, okay, but... And the fucking narration is is
1: like, well, they were risking the Black Hood's wrath, so why the
0: fuck not with Hiram too? Hiram's so much worse. Just don't do this. (laughs) The
1: last thing you want to do is piss off Hiram Lodge. As we have seen time and time again. He
2: could convince you to make another embarrassing video.
1: (laughs) All right, show. You've done a pretty good job of opening up in a pretty head-scratching way, but let's see where this goes. Jughead and Betty meet at Pops, where they misname Candyman as Freddy Krueger. Come on, guys. Do your homework. But they're talking about McGinty, and apparently the house where the Reaper Dunn did his killings is also the place that Black Hood led Betty to before. But Betty puts the kibosh on going to Keller with this evidence because of nothing but awkwardness not awkward. super... Guess let's not inform the authorities about super this material creepy. evidence in a murder investigation because uh, it would be weird i did accuse him though and like they even fucking say it you guys jughead's like oh yeah that would be awkward <laughs> that's that is presented straight-faced as a reasonable reason not to talk to the sheriff um,
2: <laughs> rob Let me tell you something. The show
1: expects us to move into the future with that understanding. Let me tell you something about my life as a
2: teen and, quite frankly, my life as an adult. If something is going to be that awkward, I probably would avoid talking to an authority figure about it. And quite frankly, I'm terrified of the police, so that just compounds the issue.
1: You wouldn't be terrified of the police if you lived in Riverdale. I guess that's true.
2: (laughs) But I'm just saying. They're, They're the most transparently
1: harmless organization in the history of the world.
2: If it's going to be uncomfortable, if it's going to be awkward, I have a... And I'm like, oh, or I could just try to do it myself and not bother anybody. And maybe die. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I would rather die than suffer <laughs> mild social reasonable. discomfort.
1: All right. So that is that is apparently where Betty and Jughead are at on this. So Jughead then gets a call from FP, who we then cut to Jughead announcing to uh, Veronica and Archie that he is getting out of jail. Jughead drops the overcrowded jail cover story because obviously this is Penny. And then Bughead tags in Varchie on the whole mystery solving thing for this Mm -hmm. episode, which I was really excited about.
2: So this week... It's like
1: having a different group of characters deal with the investigate stuff.
2: And they say straight up, like looking into the camera... So this week, we're you?
0: <laughs> <laughs> they did. It was very silly. And so,
1: like, all right, let's do it. Like, let's see what happens. Cheryl starts a, let's say, charged massage on Cheryl Jersey. Cheryl the moves. And, yeah, and Mr. <laughs> Svensson, who now has a name, like... The creepy janitor guy, star of several horror movie (laughs) musical stings in the previous episode, shows up and seems pretty sorry to have accidentally peeped. Cheryl's angry and her locker is still internally lit. Yes,
2: and she does begin her come on to Josie by saying that her back is, quote, like a sailor's rope.
0: (laughs) There's so much about this scene. I <laughs> forgot that. She's also. Jesse has like a white towel that is clearly the school's towel. Cheryl's towel is a bright red.
1: Bright red. Yeah, of course of it course... is. Are <laughs> no, you kidding? I'm not. Like... That's a minor prestidigitation. That's again an at-little <laughs> cantrip.
0: <laughs> I love her so much.
1: Do you think she wouldn't take this <laughs> time? My
0: feeling about this scene is like, help her. <laughs> right but also
1: <laughs> every scene
2: <laughs> she tells mr svenson to get out of the locker room with his quote male gaze
1: She does. Yes. yep your male gaze and your male privilege and it's like all right i just wanted to <laughs> but, see
2: if you needed me to refill the eucalyptus
1: <laughs> but like i i hate that we have to watch this scene with the understanding that Cheryl's evil now.
0: Uh, no, I know. It's just, oh, Cheryl. Well,
1: I keep putting that away in my mind as just a dumb thing that didn't happen. But, but it, it did happened. happen. Well,
0: and Josie's clearly uncomfortable. Uh-huh. She's, she's like, I don't want this to be I happening mean, at all. I mean,
2: you're going to have to pardon the appropriateness of the wordplay, but she is throwing up red flags. <laughs>
0: <sighs> it's... so, Oh, oh God. Cheryl.
1: Yep. All right. Not looking forward to where this is going. Um, the Lodges apparently got a letter from the Black Hood, but Hiram says everything's fine because, quote, the Pembroke is a fortress. And Andre <laughs> also, is trained in the Andre martial <laughs> arts. <is> trained <laughs> in the trained. <laughs> martial arts. I'm
0: glad we all had it down. What the hell? <laughs> I love him so much. <laughs>
2: He then says, also... That Me
1: sitting here blinking is not good for the podcast, but... <laughs>
2: he then immediately transitions into saying, also, your boyfriend's a big ol' hunk of meat, so we can have him around too.
1: <laughs> yes, Hermione says, we would not mind seeing more of Archie, because he is brawny uh, and devoted yes, to that's you. that's
0: right, brawny.
1: We suspect that he has more hit points <laughs> than you do. Devoted
0: but you.
1: I do feel like just... Andre
0: is trained in the martial arts. (laughs) Yep. The Pembroke is a fortress also. Andre is trained in the martial arts. His sentence Uh, construction is... (laughs) (laughs) I love him so much, you guys.
1: The actor has the most steely look (laughs) of, I am going to keep a straight face and say this shit Mm -hmm. (laughs) during that line, by the way. It is. You can tell that he is just... That he... Working so well, hard. He's been
0: through the, he has this training, you know, He's he's been through the, um. whatchamacallit ringer, the soap opera ringer. He can do this. <laughs>
1: mm-hmm. Yeah, but you see him calling on that old magic, <laughs> that, that deep, that deep and quiet power within himself well, to just commit to this fucking trial. Like,
2: I just, I have so many questions. What martial arts?
1: <laughs> the.
0: <laughs> <laughs> All of them, Quinn. The. <laughs> Capital T, you capital O, capital Bruce A. Wayne. Yeah,
1: Andre, you know, lesser known pupil of Ray <laughs> Gould. Serious dude. <sighs> All right, so good. <laughs> Betty wants to borrow Alice's car in order to treat FP to pops and. It's sort of a weird move, in my opinion, to follow asking your parent for a favor with, hey, by the way, my boyfriend's in a gang now, which she does. But then again, this is the woman who rolled up on that party in that dress. So all bets are off, I suppose.
0: I love her so much.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. Yeah.
1: Yeah. 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 So that happens. Jughead announces FP's release, his imminent release from jail to the serpents.
0: God, this. this whole transition is
1: not happy about the idea of going and meeting with Mayor McCoy and like sort of getting the serpents out from under all of the pressure with the ghoulies and stuff and like maybe compromising well, with the state a bit. And holy shit, does Jughead have no fear? Because Tallboy is an intimidating motherfucker, and he says to him, "I'm tired of you acting like a little bitch."
2: Uh huh.
0: And a lot of the serpents are with him. A surprising
2: number, frankly.
0: Yeah. This whole scene was incredibly (sighs) well. I would say the transition into this scene was just like whiplash for me because it's yeah, it came out of nowhere because Jughead's like. My dad's coming out of prison, and when he does, there's we're going to go through with our standing thing, which seems pretty set in stone with the mayor, which is just being introduced right now. And then Tallboy's like, I'm standing up and having a problem with it. <laughs> I'm so mad. Yeah. So, whoa, we really got into this scene
2: <laughs> from yep.
0: nowhere, huh?
2: We did not build to this at all.
0: No. There was, didn't we wetly scream these
1: laws in each other's faces a few episodes back? Aren't you my boy?
0: <laughs> like it's it was certainly a, a certainly a thing. So like at least we know that the, the it's dog. mostly the younger serpents who are all chill. Yeah, yeah.
1: What a weird fucking thing. All right, I feel like I follow every discussion of a scene in this with all right. I like I mean, there's no connected issue. It's just. A thing happens, and it's very hard to explain, and then another thing happens. They just sprint
0: from thing to thing, yeah.
1: So Varchie decide to investigate the murder house, and Archie wants to talk about the L-word situation, and (laughs) V really, really doesn't. Then Archie talks to Fred about Veronica. This was great.
2: Yeah, there were two relatively
1: mature conversations. Telling her parents about the same thing. Yep, All. And all of the parents involved are very chill and rational. Well, except maybe Hiram. I
0: loved Hiram's line. It
1: what was great. What was
2: or was not said, and I would prefer that it wasn't.
1: <laughs> or wasn't said. That would be my it preference. It was so good. <laughs> yeah. It was shockingly cute.
2: But yeah, they they did have these relatively mature conversations about that conversation, about saying I love you to a partner for the first time.
1: Yeah. And it was super weird seeing the lodges do any parenting that was not disastrously, nightmarishly mm-hmm. bad, because usually only Fred is allowed to do that in this show. Yeah. Yep.
0: Yeah, they didn't like,
1: and no, they were like, no, no, no. We we understand what you're going through, and like, we're gonna give you some useful support. Yeah, of it was
0: nice. It was like actually about being parents and not about the lodges as an entity.
2: Right.
1: Yeah. It, it was surprising. Well,
2: Veronica. Way. What you do when a boy says I love you to you is you tell us and then we'll tell Andre and, well, he'll let the martial <laughs> arts do the talking.
1: Yeah, exactly. FP gets released from prison and the show itself breathes a sigh of relief because we get this character back, thank
0: but God. They do it. God. They don't let
2: that sigh last very long because Alice but, Cooper's immediately- Oh, hold
0: on. Before we get to that, before we get the good yeah. thing. She's before... <laughs> <It's laughs> coming we... in so hot that's uh there's in releasing him from this prison i just the logistics of this prison guys they're releasing (sighs) him there is a guy on top of the prison with a rifle just walking along the roof with a with a rifle just trained in case, in case, and then there's a guy yeah, immediately you know. behind him with a rifle, just a rifle person, a second rifle person.
1: You never know when an inmate is going to be a werewolf <laughs> or a vampire or a gill man.
0: Like, you have to be ready. <laughs> but what if, but what if he is, what if he is a gill or... <laughs> <laughs> world. And <laughs> he transforms and steals the rifle. Like you shouldn't be going that close. What? There, it's yeah, just a I free mean, rifle for that Gilman. It's, it's, <laughs> it's a
2: free rifle. They say there's no such thing as a free rifle, but at <laughs> Shankshaw Prison there absolutely
1: is. Yes. <laughs> yeah, and it's goddamn of course called Shankshaw. <laughs> fuck you, Ripperdale. I was just,
0: I was, I was pretty shocked about how lax they are with, with these rifles at this prison. Yeah, uh, but then we transitioned <sighs> into the good thing. So please take it away. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Oh Indeed. my
1: god! Well, and like before we cut here, when I see him getting released from prison, I'm like, oh fuck! Please don't kill FP Jones. Right. Because I'm like, is the only reason he's coming out of jail because they're going to kill his character? Oh, God, it like, was. God it. damn it. Don't give do me
2: something better than that. They Ralph. may not kill F.P. Yes. Jones, but Alice Cooper slayed me. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, so let's, so
1: let's deal with this for a second. She drove Alice the car makes...
2: down there. Yep,
1: yep.
2: She looks at yeah, F.P. Jones and says. Is it true what they say about men who are fresh out of prison? And F.P. Jones is just like, what? And then she says, <laughs> in the most scathing sort of retort I think I've ever heard, that they're incredibly sexually frustrated.
1: And it's like... This reference that Alice makes, are, all I could think... Are you
2: trying to come on sh- to him? Yes! Or are you trying to I insult think she him? she is... No. or both she
1: is F- both
0: definitely both
1: she is fp jonesing for some of that good serpent is what's happening. happening right
0: now it's so good but uh, i but was that, like that so lead-in
1: is ridiculous
0: <laughs> and the kids are like mom right <laughs> <laughs> it's I mean, in front of your on? children like you and she Hal are still care? ostensibly together. She doesn't she care. She doesn't care. Quinn, she doesn't care. We've established this more
1: consistently than anything else gets established in this goddamn show. It's the show. best thing.
0: I'm so happy. <gasps> this
2: so this she, is, I think, the first tries. time in this episode that I stopped to scream.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I just have all caps, ALICE! <laughs> that, yeah, yeah, so that was astonishing. Uh,
1: so... They go to Pops, where she just keeps needling him, and she tries to diss him about the alcohol situation, but he's in AA, and oh, the look from Jughead to Alice, and FP raising his pinky on his coffee
0: cup—it's very good. I can't believe this is happening. Oh God! What a time to be alive! Like,
1: and it's not an, and it's not a fucking coincidence because they bring this back again.
0: I know. It's really happening. Like, I can't believe this is happening. Like. I, oh my god, please So, right?
1: <laughs> so Varchi asks Sheriff Keller about the old Reaper killings, which he's happy to tell them about. And you know, okay, this is old enough that maybe it's okay for him to tell them. So, all right. The old Sheriff's daughter lives in town, which is a place for them to start, apparently. They call her and she informs them that, <laughs> that her father called the house in which these murders The, place, devil's, the devil's house. house. And then she does not continue talking to them any longer than is purely necessary for the episode title <laughs> drop. But in the defense of this scene, there's a line. We have to go there, followed by the devil's house. What if he's home? What if he's, he's what home? If he's home? <laughs> and I was like, okay, show. That was, even if it was dumb, that, that was, was pretty bad. was very badass. dumb. I loved it. Oh, what no. if he's home?
0: <laughs> what if he's home?
1: I'm, s- I'm just, I'm so happy about it though.
0: <laughs> oh, yeah.
1: We cut to a father and son motorcycle ride between FP and I Jughead, thought, and a confession. I only,
0: what? I thought Jughead was riding FP's motorcycle. Finding apparently out, apparently not. Had, right? Finding out that they both had motorcycles. Yeah. Was very shocking.
1: That's a little weird. It's not as weird as the fact that they randomly got a new house for the Blossom family, though.
2: <laughs> yep.
1: Yeah. Because no one has ever been to Thornhill. Forget that party from the first episode. Like, so the the, the weird cloning the Mandela effect parallel universe motorcycle is not the biggest That's weird true. thing. Um, but yeah, they ride some motorcycles and Jughead admits that, like, there was a transport job he got into something with Penny Peabody and that's why FP's out of jail but he won't cop to being blackmailed or about the fact that it's not over he wants FP's blessing to stay in the serpents and FP informs that it's conditional on him not giving up on his writing career
0: mm-hmm. my, my notes for this another... scene are all caps don't lie to your dad Jughead yep.
1: yeah like god imagine like if there's one goddamn person who might know how to get out of this problem it's him mm-hmm. <sighs> like come on man god damn it Jughead yeah So we cut to FP just rocking that pop's uniform. He looks
0: so cute. It's It's wonderful.
1: And Cheryl wants Josie not to take the fucking implausible amount of money to sing at Richie's dad's car dealer. It was like $5,000, wasn't it? For
0: five songs. And
1: did she say on the condition that
0: he escorts her? Because, ew, no. That is the the condition, yeah. And that's what's up. So Cheryl looks like she's gonna kill somebody. Uh huh.
1: Yeah. Cheryl becomes a cat. And then she murrs
2: a milkshake. Yeah.
1: (laughs) Yeah. And then does the cat push the thing off the table thing with a milkshake and then says to FB, clean that up, plebe, like you did my brother's blood. Uh, uh. Okay, fair. I mean, she should be mad at him. And like, it's understandable that she hates this guy. Holy shit. Holy
0: shit. Ouch. Jughead's like, I'm gonna fight. And FP's like, uh, no. Well, and he (laughs)
1: says, Jughead really hates
2: this. My dad was a king. A leader of men.
0: (laughs) Is that here? Jesus. (laughs)
2: Yes, because she pushed a milkshake. (laughs) (laughs) He's been laid so low.
0: Jughead, no. No. Why is he like it? He's just so dramatic? He's so dramatic. He hasn't earned it. He really hasn't. No.
2: They they wrapped him in a layer of tropes, so you would just sort of buy it, but the longer yeah, he goes no, on with ho- this stuff, the less believable it becomes.
1: It's not
0: it's not Hollow good.
1: profundity steams off this boy's body in a
0: cloud. It's not okay.
1: Yeah. Um <laughs> So, Betty decides to plan a retirement party for FP at the white, at the, I'm sorry, the white, the white worm white quirm, and tells Tony Topaz that she wants to get closer to the serpents. And some rough-looking <laughs> older serpent lady says, you gotta do the dance. You gotta do the
2: dance, kid. <laughs>
1: which intimidates, you wanna be a serpent, you gotta do the dance. <laughs> yep. And this intimidates Betty less than you'd expect if you didn't know her,
0: yeah, but we know and Betty, and the zero and we're like, amount oh, that excited. you would expect
1: if you do know her, <laughs> because Betty <laughs> will fucking die for this.
0: Betty's like, fuck, this is—they're playing my song.
1: Uh huh. Yeah, like Betty is just—we see her as like the girl next door in her tropes, but holy shit, Betty's the scariest person uh-huh. in Riverdale.
0: And Tony's like, no, it's it's like a sexist dance thing. It's you awful. Really, you don't, don't need to do this stupid ass thing, please. And Betty's like, I will stab someone to get to do this dance. Yeah, like, like
1: Betty's like, I don't fucking care. I killed a man for fun on the way here.
0: Uh, I really like Tony, you guys.
1: Tony's good.
0: Yeah, she's great. She's great.
1: She hasn't done anything just bafflingly fucking idiotic no, yet in the no, show, too, which been, is she's just been, like, relentlessly
0: credit. logical. That's why I like her, that she's pretty much there to <laughs> be like, this is a bad idea.
2: She's got a good head on her shoulders, <laughs> and I can appreciate that. It seems like yeah. it. Don't do the dance. So, go I'm going to do the dance. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Jughead talks to FP and like really just cajoles him into doing this party thing, which seems almost cruel to me given how hard it would be to say no. I don't know that FP wants this. I mean, probably he doesn't. Because if
2: he's actually serious about like his recovery, the white worm is the last place he should be.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I was like, Jughead, you I understand sort of the impetus for this, but don't do this to your dad. Penny then demands a meeting at Pops with Jughead. Jughead wants out of the deal, and Penny does not care about that. Jughead threatens her with telling Mayor McCoy, and she flaunts her, again, I guess, we're supposed to believe this is very actionable blackmail material about the crate. Jughead then says that the serpents will band together and go after her, and Penny then decides to threaten Betty.
2: Because, quote, "...all snakes have a soft underbelly." She is yours, right?
0: You know, like all gangs speak Mm -hmm. to each other. It's
2: classic gangster talk.
1: Metaphors about their animal mascot. Yeah. Yeah. So (laughs) Varchi arrive at the house of the devil. At
0: night, you know, the most logical time to go there.
2: Yeah, definitely.
1: We do a call back. I mean,
2: he's likely not home then. That's (laughs) when he's out doing all his errands.
1: So we do we do a callback to the gun that they threw in the river because, oh boy, did we need a shout out to that fucking episode. <laughs> it's a toilet gun. And so we get a flashback to the killings pretty artfully cut in on a tech level. But it seems like you probably had time to read that newspaper article before you were doing it by flashlight in the goddamn murder mm-hmm. house. They were doing their homework, you know. Stagey, stagey out loud readings of things are a... Time-honored Riverdale tradition. So we got a family of four, but there's three sets of initials on the height, doorframe, thing, and Sheriff Howard just left his files on this murder in an abandoned house, and nobody thought to go get them. That's what happens. So they're there, and they can read them.
0: I'm very glad that Betty didn't get those last time she was here.
2: Oh, yes, that would have been unfortunate. Mm
0: Mm-hmm.
1: No, I guess this old sheriff left these files here 30 years ago or 50 years ago or whatever between that episode <laughs> and this episode.
2: I mean, I think Betty
1: was just too spooked. <laughs> Three spooky, five mm-hmm. me? Okay. I mean, it must be it. Because <laughs> that shit was festooned with cobwebs. That, God, that's dumb. <laughs> All right. Anyway, Tony Topaz, as we said, logical good head on her shoulders. she's very quick to pick up on the fact that penny peabody has jughead by the balls like she instantly figures that out she's like oh this is what's going on isn't it alice finds out about fp's retirement party and alice has got to be getting pretty tired of this you were once a serpent card that keeps getting played Uh on her uh so she goes out to pops to rant at fp who come on alice he's working
0: oh he's immediately like alice i am working this is my job (laughs) He
1: says exactly what I'm thinking. Like, come on, and he ends up inviting her to the party, and he's like, and she's like, "That's ridiculous." How would we come? Well, never then leave come. him at home. Yep. Yes. Again, we get these like artfully deployed ellipses. Well, then leave him at home. <laughs> at home. <laughs> yep.
0: It's wondrous. It's
1: a lot.
0: I uh, my brain stopped working. It was so. It was transcendent.
1: Uh huh. Well, this ship went from zero to 60. It happened.
0: I can't believe it. Why is this happening? Why did a good thing happen on Riverdale?
1: Because <laughs> of all those monkeys and all those typewriters, cat.
0: You're right. Eventually, something good is going to happen. That is you know, why. Right? That is why. It's never going to happen again, but something good briefly happened. Mm-hmm.
1: Varchi updates Bughead on the obvious clues left at the murder scene that nobody law enforcement nor nancy drew style ever looked at before <laughs> jughead brings up the obvious idea that joseph conway could be the black hood the surviving kid they awkwardly invite Varchy, sort of invite them to the party because well, they're like oh they're, yeah
2: we can't really troll through these yearbooks with you right now we got a party to plan they're like a party they're like Oh (laughs) yeah! Um, You can come. You don't have to, and you probably shouldn't. But you can.
0: (laughs) (laughs) That is what happened.
1: It was very awkward. Funny. (laughs) A party! Um,
0: Yay!
1: And so they sort of they do this research thing instead. Archie's about to try to bring up the love conversation again because that's going to help. But then they find that Mr. Svensson, the creepy janitor, star of many of our favorite horror movie stings, <laughs> is the new identity of Joseph Conway. Uh, Svenson dredges up his trauma. Uh, we kind of chase him down and corner him and force him to deal with his murder past, which is very cruel.
0: <laughs> so mean. Yeah. <laughs>
1: And he says that the Reaper was an itinerant preacher and con man and that mob justice was served. And Archie sees that Svenson doesn't have the Black Hood's iconic green eyes. Mm-hmm. And Betty does some important hairstyling.
2: Oh, yeah. She, Veronica she pulls that scrunchie out.
1: Si- yeah, <laughs> Veronica's still pretty messed up about the whole L word situation and realizes that perhaps the fact that Hermione and Hiram have literally never said it to each other. May have that, something to do that with their up
2: just have a little bit
0: as a like, "Do you and Daddy love each other?" moment. Like, oh,
1: yeah, it was rough, and Fred continues to just be super chill and positive about the whole thing.
0: Then we go to the party, yeah,
2: yeah. Jughead yeah. is milling about, making sure that everyone's
1: okay, <gasps> and Alice shows up in circus. oh before oh my that. God, Tony's oh.
0: bartending. I know she's very <laughs> underage underage tony don't bartend <sighs> I, I guess tony should not be bartending okay she okay. is
1: well okay we're gonna continue the theme of people of a certain age shouldn't be doing certain activities yeah but yeah. uh yeah it's very very um, true
2: big move okay. for this episode
0: but alice then alice shows shows up. Shows she's up. in serpent
1: mode betty's hair is down that's about but, it
0: but my god which alice calls alice out Alice looks so good
1: That jacket, Mm -hmm. like she's wearing
0: a like a net shirt. I know. Uh huh.
1: And like Alice is Mister Hyde tonight, apparently, or maybe Doctor Jekyll, and is doing some underage drinking enabling. Yes, she was. (laughs) Like she's just like fuck it, whatever. (laughs) I both love and hate the utter randomness that is this woman's characterization. It's so weird. It brings me momentary joy, but it really like it debases the show.
0: (laughs) Yes, it's God. It's a whole lot. What did, um, I loved her line. Mrs. Cooper, you look incredible. Tell me about it. Unfortunately, I couldn't convince this one to dress appropriately. Like, what is their relationship? Her- I don't I'd know. St-
1: <laughs> Riverdale doesn't know. Why am I supposed to It suppose- changes no, with can't.
0: the
2: tides.
1: Uh, Archie wants to make sure that Veronica doesn't feel pressured well, due to his no, invocation we can't. of the L word. We can't skip
2: her nope. drink order, Rob. No, you're
1: right. Quinn, I have wronged you. And I am appropriately chastised. This is
2: my second scream of the episode when Alice demands that from the bar the usual tequila straight up. Hold the worm. Hold, hold the worm.
1: You don't <laughs> Didn't get a worm. That in sync? <laughs> yeah, no, they say this in unison. This is so a you
0: thing. don't
2: get a worm with every glass of tequila. Like every shot of tequila does not come with its own worm. <laughs> If there is a worm in the tequila, it's one per bottle.
1: Not at the White Worm, bro. Apparently, <laughs> it's
2: probably just a gummy worm they that they got drop a in refrigerated there.
0: Refrigerated case full of worms. <sighs> little tongs. It's the thing that was said. It's she looks so excited yeah, to be able to say it again.
2: The most ludicrous drink very, order very I think happy. I've ever seen in my life.
1: <laughs> and like Alice is just like, oh my god, I now remember what
0: it's like to be happy. Yeah. Alice, over the course of this episode, made me so happy and so sad. Yeah.
2: She's very repressed.
0: Yeah.
1: Oh, oh my. Yes. Anyway, Margie wants to make sure Veronica doesn't feel too pressured due to the whole invocation of the L word, but he just immediately fucks that up by being really passive aggressive about their upcoming karaoke. Yeah, he's Give like, you you I song. signed you like, up. Let's do that Donnie Darko song that you love. Or at least I hope strongly like.
0: Fuck, fuck you,
1: <laughs> Archie. <laughs> you son of a bitch. You're,
0: you're really messing this you up. dick. What he said was really nice to her. He was like, hey, I get that that it's a thing that people say at different times and I don't want to pressure you. He like, said the right reasonable thing and she's like, oh, he thank God. He started off so well.
2: And then he dunks
1: on her.
0: <laughs> yeah, he yeah, does. On it's himself. Just, what a dick. Archie sucks. dick. Uh, yeah, God no, damn
1: okay, Archie. Like, I mean, yeah, I, I don't we've talked about this. Yeah. Like I was an Archie apologist, but I've seen the light and I'm better now.
0: <laughs> yeah, there's his he just fucking sucks. God damn it, Archie.
1: Okay. I I'm, I'm not ready to go to the next part, but I never will be, so I'm just going. The
2: Mad World <sighs> karaoke starts.
1: Nothing, and I mean nothing, folks, gets a party fucking turnt. Like Mad World, the know. Gary Jules version, <laughs> the version from the Tony Darko soundtrack, like one of I would argue <laughs> the three most depressing songs that's ever been recorded. Yeah, you know what?
2: Might as well bust along out with hallelujah. Jeff Buckley's
1: cover of Hallelujah and Johnny Cash's cover <laughs> of Hurt. Hey. <laughs> Which, by the way, those are like three <laughs> of probably my five favorite songs, which maybe says something bad. Yeah. But...
2: How about Eric Clapton's Tears in Heaven?
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that was their second choice. Like, so they're doing Mad World and they're not even doing the Tears for Fears version. They're doing the really, really sad one about killing yourself. <laughs> and, and like, there's an important River Do's and River Don'ts thing that happens here because they're doing an, a musical performance. Yeah. And they don't go into a Riverdale intercut of the musical performance with...
0: With other important plot elements?
1: Wrenchingly, tonally clashing content. Right, for once. They don't do that. And when they didn't do that for a few consecutive seconds, I knew... (laughs) It was going to go to hell. I knew the first time through this... That it wasn't ending well, no. and that, that Veronica was going to run off. This means that we're only going to a darker place. I knew long before place. she did, because I wasn't watching somebody get murdered yeah. or something during the song. That makes sense,
0: that this could only get worse, and oh my god, did it get worse. Yeah. Yeah. So it
1: telegraphs the hell out of the fact that she's going to yeah. run off in that way, and yeah, she and does. Then
2: Archie follows suit, and the crowd starts booing.
0: <laughs> we <laughs> like that
2: song! We hey, were Betty. all feeling real sad.
0: Betty... Reaches yeah, the, deep inside. The party
1: boos like a bunch of dick bags. Betty Betty rushes in to save the day on this song. I mean, she picks up the song.
0: Do you think that's what's going through her head? Because I feel like she's like, this is my moment. Yeah,
2: no, this is my chance.
0: Mm-hmm. I and don't know sings, why, but that's sure she what She sings happens. like half of a verse.
1: And then uh-huh. While she's the stressed. soundtrack
2: picks it up. like The soundtrack just keeps going with her vocals.
1: The diegetic, non-diegetic thing is just casually handed off like it's no big fucking deal. Yeah, yeah. As she begins to do some fucking underage pole dancing.
0: And we, yeah, we keep her voice going while she does no singing. And, nothing, and it's like a really echoey yeah, version.
1: Yeah. And and nothing, you know, nothing says retirement party like underage pole yep. dancing. And then we do get a gets cut. a slow clap ovation.
2: Yep. We do get a cut, though, of Jughead in the middle of this. And it just looks like he's about to start weeping. <laughs>
1: he's not yeah, okay I, nobody's I, okay i can't just des- i can't decide whether he's angry or horny or both
2: probably
0: like, he just looks very intense yeah i don't know i i wasn't okay it felt like the audience wasn't no, okay
2: that was the third time in the episode that i screamed because of what the hell yeah. are you
0: doing betty no, no and
1: no, no. slow clap ovation happens fp gives her a jacket thank you God, you could have done that a little earlier or just told her not to do that, but... (sighs) FP gives a speech about the serpents being his real family and how it's horse shit that he can't associate with them anymore, and it looks like his retirement's sure fucked, and that's a weird turn out of nowhere. Alice can't stand it and has to leave, Betty refuses to leave, and Jughead is just like,
0: Oh no!
1: We cut to outside where F.P. and Jughead are talking. It turns out that F.P. isn't retiring because Jughead fucked up and Penny owns him now. Yep. And he has traded places with his son to protect him, but he's fucking devastated over it. And some of his exuberance at going back to his old ways is probably real, but he wouldn't have done this if he Mm -hmm. didn't have to. And. Veronica breaks up with Archie mm-hmm. because she can't handle not wanting to say I love you back, which is that peak high school or am I just not sensitive enough about this issue? You said I love you and I don't feel like saying it yet.
2: That's that feels and I, I also don't know. I've only been in like one relationship in my life and we were on the same footing when it happened. But it, it seems to me like yeah, so like kind of a. So making a thing out of nothing. Breakup.
0: That that seems to me like a pretty high school thing. Like I was in a relationship where we weren't on the same page about that sort of thing, but it was Mm -hmm. okay. You know, like it's okay. It was you know you still care about the people, and eventually, Mm -hmm. usually it syncs up. You know, it's just like whatever. Yeah, but
1: she's too messed up about this, and it's over for five minutes. I'm sure. Um, We. We get a parallel breakup of Jughead dumping Betty because of all of his Mm -hmm. guilt and
0: self-loathing, and
2: she asks, "How many times are we going to do this?" And he says,
1: "Until it sticks."
2: (laughs)
0: And then Jughead does like an. Doesn't he do like an? He uh, whips his hair and storms off. Doesn't he do a voiceover about how they've been playing a game of snakes and ladders? Yes. (laughs) Uh,
1: In the near distance. (laughs) The Betty and Archie ship sounds its mournful horn. Which finally,
0: honestly, because like I don't, I don't care about the ships, but hey guys, it's the Archie Betty Veronica. It's an Archie hey, thing. It's it's finally Archie. You know.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's time. Uh-huh. Instant. Okay, so while I was not certain about how just peak high school it is that the I love you thing was such a thing. Instantly falling for the other girl oh instantly is definitely finally high Archie
0: looked at Betty sexually and I was like, Oh, thank God. And I mean, uh,
2: she was like just chilling in her room and he's like standing there wearing his jeans super low, like, You are no shirt. You got to show off yeah. the V
1: though, you got that V, you want to show it off.
0: About yeah, and good, good. That, that was the that was episode. It.
2: That took us significantly less See, time to cover there, there than the last some, one.
1: The yeah, the peaks of insanity were higher. The amplitude was higher, but the frequency of insanity was far lower, which was what I was it saying at like, the beginning. It but felt let's... like
0: a more standard Riverdale.
1: But I did actually
2: scream three <laughs> times.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> so
1: let's let's do this. We would start with Cat this time. Oh, Riverdale. On... Uh yep. I can't
0: believe my adult ship is viable. Like what the fuck? <laughs> yeah. How?
1: So your your River Dew is this like
0: The like the camera at one point zoomed in on FP and Alice's lips and I was like, what is uh-huh. going on? Because it's like This has been a ship for me from season one And I was like this doesn't feel like a viable ship I just ship it I don't really ship any of the kids in this show But that's my ship And it's just like what Uh, uh, All of a sudden she's like Oh
2: you're out of prison How much do you want to bone down I bet it's a lot This
1: ship arrived (laughs) On the shores of Riverdale Like a fucking Viking warship (laughs) I can't believe it's happening. Full of the strongest warriors to come it. burn your fucking monastery. It's
0: just so surreal. It's,
1: it knocked the goddamn oh, doors down. It's very strange. He
0: said the thing that I've been yelling forever, which is like, leave Hal. you know
2: well it's, yeah
0: yeah and it's just very good i feel i'm i'm feeling strong and good and happy about all of it it's it doesn't need to happen i don't care i'm just like i can't believe the show is and having I'm the shocked. thoughts that i'm, I'm having shocked that, and i'm shocked that they didn't start it slowly no. at all
1: no. like in the space of one yeah. episode it's like Alice, how about you leave your husband and I split you in goddamn (laughs) half? That's what
0: they're doing. (laughs) That's the show. (laughs) It's amazing. Uh, Uh, I just feel really positively about it.
2: Miss Cooper, could I interest you in some carnal defiance?
1: <laughs> in case you didn't know i was a king uh, uh, a leader of men
0: uh, so that's mine
2: let us stave off Fair. this red death for one more wretched night
1: yeah this this is a good river my river is also fp related fucking unsurprisingly it is the fact that he is not retiring because of jughead's huge mistakes mm. And that he has sacrificed his you like safety the and his, re- <laughs> and his yeah, rehabilitation to keep his son safe. And like the fact that he kind of wanted to stay in the life makes it more complicated. Like it's not just martyrdom. It's also giving into his dark right. side, but in a way that saves his son. And that's really complicated. And I like it a lot. It's a surprisingly multifaceted writing decision from this yeah, show. Yeah,
2: definitely.
0: That's true, and I I think you're completely right that it is like God. He's a very good character. He's got because, a lot like, of
2: layers. So I good. believe
0: him when he's like, whenever he's like, I'm gonna go straight. I'm a good boy. But it's like, no, he does have a little bit of the dark in him. He's just better mm-hmm. at lying about it than everybody else. Yeah. It's good. Yep. Yeah. FP's I good, didn't, actually. I
1: didn't really, I didn't know that. Skeet Ulrich was this good? He's He's super good. good. So yeah, like the fact that they are shipping two of the top like three or four actors in the show now, and that they gave him this huge, weighty thing in his in his character arc, like fucking great. All right, all
0: right, all right, Riverdale. All right.
1: I mean, that doesn't help with the other (laughs) shit. Uh,
0: Yeah. So
2: my Riverdew is the. Two responsible adult mature parenting conversations that were had about saying <laughs> I love you. Heck
0: yeah. That's a great one.
2: I thought that that was very, very good because a lot of the times the parents in this show are an absolute mess.
1: <laughs> yeah. I mean, it was a double take inducing bit of decent parenting that took place. It a really I
2: just,
0: good job. Yeah, I thought
2: that that was very, very good. It was like a, a good model of how to handle that for the, I'm sure, smaller than one would hope, teen portion of the audience of Riverdale. (laughs) But yeah, I thought that that, it was very good in terms of just modeling and how one should probably talk to their children about that sort of thing, or at least one way to approach that. It was was very good and very mature, and it made me happy.
0: Yeah, that's... It's also really cool that, like, that Ronnie's parents were allowed to be part of it at all.
2: Absolutely. It's mm-hmm. just
0: so rare. What a cool, It was what a good, what a good. Yeah, a good.
2: and so I was going to say, as we transition to River Don'ts. Yeah. Do we even need to separate this into three different things, or are we all agreed that?
1: <laughs> well, we'll find out yeah. in a moment. <laughs> all right, Cat. what sucked?
0: Uh, <laughs> the hell sequence? Yeah. Yeah yeah
1: underage
2: stripping the mad world all of it
0: (laughs) the hell sequence what have you done I i was watching with my husband and he left before that and when he came back i was like this is what transpired and he was like well i left so i wouldn't have to see that
2: <laughs> I left because I knew what was coming.
0: Yeah, and like that was such a wise move. There's just
2: You really saved yourself some pain there.
0: It sucks.
1: So, so this is this bad. is this the first ever triple River I think so. Like, Just, is this the first ever? Like, all three of us have the same thing for a veto, guess, which, is that, <laughs> no. which is that underage stripping is confirmed as acceptable and traditional among the serpents.
2: And it's the whole thing because there's the stripping, but then there's the tone that is created by the
0: song. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah, and it's the, horrible. Like, the, the her not singing, but her singing dissonance like, everything about it is not okay, it's not an okay sequence. It's a bad sequence.
1: It's a, it is an assault on literally every kind of decency that
0: there is. It
1: really, truly is.
0: I don't like it. I didn't want them to do it.
2: No, veto, cancel it, make it, make it unhappen.
0: There was other stuff that I was somehow like, I didn't it's... really appreciate that Tony was serving the drinks i didn't like that and i didn't right. like that alice was I mean, like everybody drink i didn't like these things everything
2: no. once you get to the white worm the laws of decency break down <laughs> no.
1: i mean it says a lot that they fucking ruined my favorite character in the previous episode and i hate this way yeah more. i got
0: you this just sucked really bad it made me feel bad it
1: made me feel very bad and very sick
0: i <laughs> Feel like a worse person for I having watched it. I don't want it to be Betty. Why? <sighs> God damn it!
1: All right. Well, that was a quick River Don'ts. All right, Cat.
0: <laughs> Weekly weird.
1: Weekly weird. What messed you up? <laughs> I
0: I know what I liked. That was weird. I yeah. I'll, I'll just go for it. The Pembroke is a fortress. Also, Andre is trained in the martial arts. <laughs> it was so good. It was like
2: <laughs> people praise. Star Wars A New Hope for the way in which it does its world building (laughs) simply by dropping (laughs) references to other things that are going on. And it is with that sort of tactical, masterful brilliance that that they deploy the Pembroke is a fortress. (laughs) Also, Andre is trained in the martial arts. It's
0: really good. And, like, Andre was deployed later in the episode, too. That's where Veronica just gets in a car, and I'm like, is that okay? Could you What? you got in on the wrong side. You weren't, what's going on? And then she's like, Andre, home. And like, it was just.
1: Yes, Miss Veronica. It was
0: very, very surreal. I was just like, oh, that's Andre and everything's safe and she's fine. You don't need to drive yourself home. Of course, why would I think that? But that just meant that Andre sat outside the white worm for hours. Just waiting. And let all this take place. And And guys, Andre, though.
1: He's probably very good at candy. Crush.
0: I feel very positively about Andre. Yeah, yeah. I want good.
1: more. I want to see more of like what he.
0: What's Andre he's up to? to?
2: What kind of spycraft is he getting I miss, into?
0: I miss Smithers a great deal, but I'm really about Andre. But
2: Andre is trained in the but martial like, okay, arts,
1: so he if he's one of Raisha's students, though, like, why is the black hood even still a thing? Yeah,
0: there's no need.
1: Why hasn't he just been dragon kicked <laughs> by Andre at this point? Why has he not ripped his heart from his chest?
0: He needs to hadoken him. <laughs> Andre, fix yeah, the problem. Indeed.
2: Andre's too powerful.
1: <laughs> Andre, come on, man. You've got a killer in your town, and you are the master of the Satsui no Hado. <laughs>
0: Uh, activate your shouting gun and take care of it, Andre. Yep. God damn it. Why don't you go
1: tell the fucking Black Hood that he is already dead?
2: <laughs> he swore uh, that he would that's... never kill again.
1: God, we're nerds. Yep. We're nerds.
2: Andre's got a sword You're with a the demon. blade reversed. <laughs>
1: <laughs> is that what it is? He's about to <laughs> never catching... kill
0: again? <laughs> oh, God, it's a
1: <laughs> oh god Now we just We need a sequence Of Andre Pretending to be Oh closing.
0: no <laughs> Oh no Decozado
1: Oh god
0: Oh Okay
1: Okay So Holy shit My uh, So Yeah My weekly weird is so closely linked to the River Don't, but, like, it still is legitimately my Weekly Weird, which is the fucking choice to do the Gary Jules cover of Mad World at Very a party. Very odd choice. How on earth could anyone have come up with that idea, shared that idea with other people, been agreed with and gone through it? Again. What the fuck? There
2: no. were dozens, if not hundreds, of man hours that led to this point. And at no point did anybody and say still no. And filmed it? Nobody canceled that.
1: The, that is only a marginally better karaoke song choice than like the 911 tape <laughs> of my parents being murdered. Right. Like. Like it's guaranteed to murder a party in cold blood. It's like when some asshole puts a creep on, right? on rock yeah. band. No. Fuck you.
2: Uh, here's a Bjork b-side. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, that's my weekly weird. Both that the characters chose to do it and that the show did.
2: Yeah. Uh you guys have covered a lot of really good stuff. And I'm just going to take a moment for my weekly weird to to recognize. First of all, Alice's drink order just being <laughs> you don't you don't need to clarify that you don't want the worm. <laughs> You really don't.
1: Or if you do, you really don't. that has world-building <laughs> implications that I'm not prepared but for. But also,
2: just the way that all of the serpents seem to talk to each other in this episode with their layers of metaphors. <laughs> all snakes have a soft underbelly. If you want to be a serpent, <laughs> you've got to do the dance.
0: At one like, point, there was snake-infested waters. Snake, I- it, like, S- snakes and yeah, ladders.
2: Snakes and ladders, come on.
0: Yeah, G- that's a good one. They, Why? They
2: were just peppering it on really strong.
0: Do the ghoulies do this? <laughs> I hope so. I,
2: I sure hope. I mean, so. they
0: call their
1: place the House of the
0: Dead. I really do. hope they do. They have to.
1: I hope they show up, and I hope they show up in Sabrina. Is what I hope, and again, I hope that they are teen wolves <laughs> and Gilman. <laughs> God, <laughs>
2: <laughs> the, I I do hope that they talk like this. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, that just makes me howling mad. <laughs> I feel like a real fish out of water in this situation.
2: No, no, the speaker is running late. Keep vamping. Keep vamping. <laughs>
1: <No>. <laughs> yep. Ah, ah, ah. God, yeah,
2: this show. I tell you what.
1: <laughs> yeah, that was it, I wasn't it? I think so. We finished another episode and somehow all three of us are and still alive. Somehow.
2: Join Scarred, us
0: but uh, we move on. Join yes. us
2: next time for our mid-season finale.
1: Mm-hmm. Bum bum bum.